0: I have takes and they are hot. All quite ting ting, it's the start of the pod. My
1: team's good
0: and yours is not quite down. Ting ting, it's the start of.
1: It's the
0: start of. Coming to you in a pre-recorded fashion from the League podcast studio in Upper Arlington, Ohio. I am Diesel, and this is Don't Fear the COVID. Joining me today, as he always does, is the commish and our guest today, coming to us all the way from the farm on which he was raised. Brian joins us. Brian, how you doing? I'm
1: doing good. How about you?
0: Um, I'm fine. This is, every day is the same as it was. Every day is the same as it will be.
1: Are you actually fine?
0: Oh, no, I'm terrible. But, you know, that doesn't play well.
1: Yeah, you look terrible.
0: Charlie?
2: (laughs) Oh, my Twitter account got hacked, so I didn't (laughs) deal with that, but that's really
0: it. I (laughs) was very happy when I saw that. It's just, ever since, like, my experience, every time someone else gets hacked, it brings me a little bit of joy.
1: My favorite thing about uh, Twitter... Is like when I'll just be scrolling through it every once in a while. And then, then there's once every six months where I see that Charlie did something on Twitter. Like he retweeted something. It's so random when it happens.
0: It probably, if you favorited something, it would probably pop right up because it'd be like very noteworthy like content. That's
2: why I'm still waiting for to use my first Instagram uh, story. Because everybody will get a notification. Charlie <laughs> Case just shared his first story on Instagram. Go check it out.
0: Like, like I followed him three fucking years ago.
1: Yeah, when I when I have big news to report,
2: let's go on the Instagram story. Do you still
1: only have one Instagram pic, like that one with your dad? No, oh, I've got like four. Yeah, you uh, got a
0: couple. We went through this when you were criticizing my Instagram of my car. However, many. Yeah, times. I mean,
1: yeah. I don't. I don't. I haven't posted anything on Instagram in a while. I don't ever really post on there. It's just for it's just for lodge I, I, memes. I, I
2: literally, yeah, I literally just go on there for the memes. It's yeah, ninety five
0: percent of I have, what I do on there. I have
1: two different meme chats on Instagram. One with some high school friends and one with you guys. And I'll I'll admit I I'll send some between you the play chats. Both sides. Yeah, if there's like a good one in one chat, i will be like, oh, this will get me likes in the other chat. You disgust me. I know I'm such a fucking. I don't I don't people. chase likes. I don't either, but I do.
0: <laughs> I chase that high. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, Brian uh, initially pitched Chuck and I one or two ideas for things to do. None of those were good, so Chuck bailed him out and came up with a different idea. Brian's going to be joining us, actually, for a uh, Today in History segment. Um, and I couldn't really come up with a great segment name for this, so I'm just going to name it after my favorite movie, which is The Man Who Killed Hitler and then The Bigfoot. Which, by the way, is a phenomenal movie, if you have not seen it. The title really, it lives up to the title, let me tell you that much.
1: Um, but When you told me that Sam Elliott's only in like 20 minutes of it, I was out.
0: What? Sam Elliott's in all of it. He's the main character.
1: Oh, I thought he was barely in it.
0: No, he's literally, he's he is the titular man <laughs> who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot.
1: Well, I thought Hitler killed Hitler.
0: Uh, that's what the mainstream only, have you believe.
2: Uh, well, so I guess if you haven't figured it out yet, um, on this day, April 30th, 1945, holed up in a bunker under his headquarters in Berlin, Adolf mm-hmm. Hitler commits suicide by swallowing a cyanide capsule and shooting himself in the head, and also creating millions of jokes that the only man strong enough to kill Hitler was Hitler.
0: Which, by the way, what a double tap to... Uh... To take a cyanide pill and then decide any way to shoot yourself in the head.
2: So that that proves to me that you're also a pussy.
0: Like, yeah, you did not want you to. Go you the- take the
2: cyanide and you're too afraid to deal with the cyanide poisoning death, like a spy would have to do. So you're going to
1: shoot yourself in the head.
0: Which also, while why would
1: you go through cyanide poisoning if you didn't have to? That's why I'm saying, like, clearly he thought like he wanted to follow the
2: military protocol and like the spy protocol and take a cyanide capsule and was just like, no, this sucks. And then shot himself.
0: But Ava Braun, his wife, who by the way, I didn't realize until today, he had been married to for one day.
1: Yeah. Also really. A day and a half.
0: Yes, that's true. Honestly, uh, like I cannot imagine being like, yeah, I know we've only been like married for one day, but I'm gonna kill myself. Here's a cyanide capsule. So you should probably go ahead. Hey,
2: uh, well, well, how about the fact that they also got married inside of his bunker?
1: Like, that's real. Hitler, Hitler was probably like asexual or gay, Honestly, there's a good chance. Well, he, he was just he was just a straight crazy person. There's no telling what was wrong well, with that, that guy. At that point, he was. He was on, uh, I think he was on like heroin, meth, cocaine, like everything. Yeah, they he was were, straight up on meth. His doctor was really fucking him up with uh, the prescriptions.
0: Yeah, he, he was on a lot of things to keep him straight, and none of them worked. Yeah. Um, well,
2: they, they had just gotten rid of tonics at this point. Like, <laughs> they, were, they were just past the tonic
1: phase. Uh,
0: Well, I mean, they also like, again, like he went real aggressive. Like, he was giving... Hitler, the stuff that they were giving to uh, soldiers to, like, keep them up for, like, 48 straight hours, I think.
1: Yeah, and he also wasn't sleeping. He, After uh, there was a assassination attempt on him a couple months beforehand, um, I think it was in late 1944, and that, like, I guess, like, caused, like, a major change in his persona, and he just became more and more erratic and, like, was ordering his troops not to retreat and, like, just really... Really made things worse for everybody. So, I guess can start. that would
2: be a good jumping off point. Because, so this happened in 1945. Yeah. But since about 1943, a couple of years earlier, it was pretty clear that Germany was not going to win this war. Mm. Like, there was about when they decided that the Allied forces were going to win. And so, like, in February of that year is when the Battle of Stalingrad happened, which was, you know, again, don't trying to invade Russia during the winter. They just got bru they just got destroyed. It's Stalingrad.
1: Um and basically, it basically That was about a year long battle actually.
2: Yeah, a huge a huge battle is what it's I guess it started in. I guess February was when it really started nineteen
1: forty two is like when things really broke down. Yeah. I mean, invaded Russia in night like late fall nineteen forty one and then things broke down in that winter. And then that's when Basically, when things started to go down, they declared war on the United States, all that jazz. Yeah,
2: Yeah, uh, basically, so after Stalingrad, basically, there was no way Germany was going to sustain an offensive position on both fronts. Then in June of 1944, you have D-Day, where the uh, Allied forces successfully land at Normandy and start to push Germany back um, out of France. And then they basically just, from that point on, just sort of systematically were able to push Germany back towards Berlin. Um, but yeah, Brad mentioned this before, in July 1944, or by then, I guess, uh, several German military commanders had basically like acknowledged that they were not going to win. And they wanted to kill Hitler in Project Valkyrie because they figured with Hitler gone, they'd be willing to if they killed Hitler they'd be willing to negotiate like a better term of surrender. Is this the brief ne- one? There there was several attempts, but basically yeah that was the I idea it was, was the that
1: Tom Cruise movie. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Project Valkyrie. Um but yeah so basically so yeah the own German like military commanders were trying to kill Hitler. And as Brian said before, like when they failed, that's when Hitler went off the deep end. It says here um in his reprisals hitler executed over 4000 fellow countrymen as in, in his response like to the various assassination
0: attempts which is a thing that a rational human being does you know that's just you do that like people look at you and they go like this guy he's got it together this is the guy who's going to lead us through this thing
1: wait what they said 4000 countrymen. countrymen yeah yeah uh so i guess that that stat doesn't account for the Jewish countrymen that were also being killed. Yeah, no, no this was would, th- this, this was this was strictly in his re- like his
2: reprisals to the assassination. Oh, okay. Like, at times when he went off I the see. deep end, yeah, yeah. he was just slaughtering like German military like forces. Yes, yeah, like I'm pretty sure Hitler yeah, killed, he, he killed 11 million like Jews and yeah, like a lot of people. He, he killed was, a lot of people during
0: the war. He was killing Jewish people and Gypsies and black people because he was insane, not because yeah. of the uh, assassination attempts. Uh, but yeah That's um
1: So World War Two, Very broad subject and is that Just well, what we're going in with
0: We were going to discuss sort of And Chuck kind of covered now the stuff leading up to it But then we were going to discuss how this sort of Like dominoed into the eventual End of World War Two,
1: Hitler dying or
0: Hitler yeah killing himself essentially like
1: But yeah so basically we
2: said So he killed himself in April
0: Yeah
2: Um in January is when sort of the Soviets had been able to, like, surround Berlin and, like, the Americans had cut off most of the supply chain going into Berlin. That's why Hitler was in the bunker. So he withdrew to his bunker a lot of his final days. It was located 55 feet underground. It contained 18 rooms and was fully self-sufficient with its own water and electrical supply.
0: That's I mean, if you're gonna do it, I guess you
2: know. I guess, I guess, I guess it's, a, it's basically the president, what the president's bunker would be like today, just you know, the 1945 version.
1: Imagine if like it was just like an impenetrable, uh, impenetrable bunker, but like was also self-sustaining and had like a decade worth of food in it, and like um, the Germans. Or I mean the Russians take over the city, but Hitler's just holding up down there for like five to ten years. He's just they're, just like, they're like, he's down there, we can't get to There's him. Not much you can do. But he's down there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we, we, imp- Impassable. But yeah, like he was basically just insane. He was still giving orders. Like he was still like he was like I said, refusing to have troops retreat and just doing all this crazy stuff. And then John touched it, but he he married his mistress just one day before his suicide. Um, and then in his last will and testament, Hitler appointed Admiral Karl Dönitz. I think that's how you say his name as head of state, and Gables as chancellor. And then Gables killed himself. Like, Urbals. yeah, whatever. Uh, a few days later, or like the day after, making Dönitz the like the sole leader of of Germany. Um, but this is sort of the interesting thing that I found was so obviously he kills himself. The German forces. Quickly
1: cremated his body yeah. so that the Soviets didn't know that like, he was dead. There's a lot of theories about what actually happened to his body. Do you have any? Yeah, it? so th- this is just on the, the website that I read off of the history website, but it was just,
2: I'll tell you what this is about. You can go to the theories, but they were hastily cremated as the Soviets were closing in so they couldn't figure it out. And then when the Soviets like finally like breached sort of the final headquarters, they removed the ashes and continually changed their location to prevent Hitler devotees from creating a memorial in his final resting place. So They were just oh. on the shuffle um, for a few days later. And then um, finally, like about a week later, on May 8th, the German forces issued an unconditional surrender. And then like just before Hitler died, Mussolini had been executed. And it was just a whole... That was it. And then Japan surrendered in september i
0: believe of that year yeah japan held out for longer than was probably advisable but we've already gotten through that in our okinawa that's true that's true but yeah brian would you like to put on your tinfoil hat and give us some of the uh the other theories
1: i couldn't i was trying to search for um specifics um in that short amount of time while charlie was reading but um I heard a theory that um, his skull did make it to the Soviet Union and that Stalin like made a statue around it or something like saying this is what happens to our enemies or something like that. But uh, I don't know if that's true at all. Be kind of badass. I'll give it to yeah, you. Yeah, that sounds like the perfect. I mean, the Soviets are all about their propaganda. Yeah. And that's what what's better piece of po- propaganda than
0: the literal skull of your enemy yeah like that's that that's pretty biblical actually
1: and
2: so i was reading a lot of the battle of stalingrad today wild moves on both sides in that in that in that battle there my favorite one being that so obviously like you know russia was you know stalin was pretty ruthless Mm -hmm. so he was basically ordered every like you know basically person that wasn't like a doctor or farmer who directly were part of the supply chain. That was like a male to basically like get a gun and you're going to fight. Like they the notably Germans. used
1: they sh- their females too. Mm-hmm.
2: They, they the, the women were digging trenches and things like that. My favorite was that they, the Russians chose to not evacuate the city. They So the reason that the Germans wanted Stalingrad was because it was such like a major, like industrial like shipping center it was very key for like well, it, getting, for, getting resources through the through the country. It
1: wasn't that important as a thing. There was a like an ideological thing because it literally bore Hitler's yeah. arch nemesis arch nemesis's uh name. You got there. They could um a common criticism is they could have just gone around it and um completely secured the oil field south of it, which they partially did, but like they there was a take stalingrad there's actually not that much of a benefit to actually holding a city you could have just destroyed it like we yeah. did with plenty of cities with our bombers yeah but uh they wanted to hold the city which it was pretty fatal flaw and so yeah
2: so the russians at basically when they saw it when they knew that germany was going to attack stalingrad they moved out anything that was important, any of the resources, any of the, like, the major manufacturing had already been moved away. But they left all the people there, didn't evacuate the people with the hopes that it would invigorate the army to fight harder to defend the city.
0: I mean, listen, you got to question his methods, but it, it technically worked.
2: Hitler kind just of has a big. Let's put people in the way so the army will fight harder to defend them. Yeah, so
0: that they don't just throw in the towel early. You know, just go, ah, we'll win the next one. You know how armies get.
1: And uh, actually, it's kind of, so the Soviets are known for, um, I think it's called a, I forget what the Soviet word for deception is, but like, it's like a famous thing. Um, uh, But they were able to build up an entire army there without the Germans realizing it. And they, like, surrounded them. And so Hitler kind of did the same thing with his army. He said, oh, now that you're surrounded, you'll have to fight even harder. So, you know, dictators, opposite sides of the spectrum, all the same type of people.
2: Well, that was basically what happened was, I guess, if you want to put it in, like, literal terms, the Nazis did, like, Get into the city, yeah, and essentially like occupy Stalingrad. But like Brian said, the Russians then just surrounded Stalingrad mm-hmm. and choked off any sort of supply chain. They just basically let the Germans starve.
1: Maskarovka is Russian deception,
0: yeah.
2: But yeah, so absolutely wild move. So they're just like, all right, like take the city. All the good stuff's gone, and it will just choke you out inside the city as as the winter is coming.
0: Yep, winter is always coming. No, it's... I don't know. Yeah, it. it's not the most advisable idea, as we've already gone over. Hitler, even at that point, kind of fucking crazy. And it just obviously devolved into, like, you know, fully like he was barely even a functional human being by the end. If he ever really was a functional human being.
1: It's kind of funny, like... um. Uh, I feel like back in, like, high school, I'd be like really willing to just voice my opinions about world war ii or whatever but like since i've taken like classes on it and like watched a ton of documentaries i feel like i have no uh nothing to say about it because like i'm not like an expert by any means it's just funny the more you learn about something the less you feel like qualified to talk about it
0: i mean yeah there i mean there's so much shit that went on during world war ii There are historians that that's their entire field of knowledge is just the like world war ii and the events surrounding it like it's such a complicated you know you get that many countries involved in any sort of conflict like it's just there's so many strings to attach
1: yeah um dan carlin actually did a um long podcast series on the eastern front it's like called ghosts of Ostfront or something like that it's not on spotify it's on his website charlie do you know who dan carlin is no uh so we all listen to this um he's not a historian, but he's a, like a podcaster. And he does like these like podcast series on like different subjects, like, and they're all about four to five hours long. Yeah. Um, so like he did one on world war one. Um, each podcast was about um, that long. And then, but there were like five or six of them. Mm-hmm. So it's like basically just like a entire lecture on like world war one um it's really cool um if you're bored at work you should listen to them they're they're just they're entertaining they're informative um we all liked them
0: yeah no we listened to those on the whole drive back from michigan
1: yeah they're good for long drives um also but i guess you're mostly home right now it's not much podcast listening time but they're good for work
2: i will i'll have to check them out now i have a couple questions that i want to throw out there um the best thing ever has got to be the people executing a dictator, right? Like, the fact that the Italians like executed Mussolini. Mussolini has and to be one of the greatest moves.
1: Down in the streets. Yeah. Has to be one of the greatest moves of all time.
0: Like, <laughs> Well, it is really interesting, though, because I feel like there are different, like, ways that that can go. Because, like, you know, it's a similar thing to why they, like, moved Hitler's ashes or why we, like, buried bin Laden at sea. You're not sure if they're gonna string him up from like a light pole somewhere because he was a dictator and like a bad person, or are they gonna all hold him up as some sort of like martyr? You know, like yeah. it, it could go very like the two sides of the exact same coin, and there's no real way to tell which way it's gonna go.
2: That's true. Um, and then obviously World War Two obviously ended very bad for uh, Germany. Yeah, has there ever been a stronger start by anyone regarding anything than germany in world war 2 germany in world war 1 I. <laughs> I mean that's also a prominent example but i mean think about it germany in world war 2 immediately just controlled two countries
1: no i think that happens a lot in um just wars like usually a lot of times like the upstart losing side like it happened in the american civil war the south was winning battle after battle but once the northern war machine got going we just basically grinded them to a pulp so like like we didn't really win a battle the North in the civil war until about Gettysburg Antietam was a technically a win, but Gettysburg was like a crushing win. And even then it was still kind of a Pyrrhic victory because we lost so many casualties, but we really weren't winning. And I guess there are exceptions like Shiloh and stuff, but, um, but like for the most part, we could not beat Robert E. Lee for until like 1963. And then Though that I mean, that's half over half the war. So it does happen a lot, actually. But
2: the South didn't take over two completely different countries, which was what Germany managed to do immediately.
0: They did start off well, but in fairness, like
1: <clears throat> We couldn't I mean like they repulsed us in Virginia. The Civil War was weird because I mean there wasn't it, was, it wasn't like taking over countries. I don't know.
0: Well yeah, I mean the south also was But there's just to take over the north. They just didn't want to be in the
1: yeah, A lot anymore. of just like it seems like you can find a turning point in almost every war. In, like the Civil War it was Gettysburg. Um World War 1. I, I don't know if it actually had like I guess the biggest turning point was the United States entering the war, but um, both both times it was yeah. really the United States getting involved. I'd say
2: uh yeah, I don't know. Do the I mean do the I allies mean, win World do the Allies win World War Two if the United States does not get involved?
1: I would say... I mean, it's impossible to say, actually, but I think the Soviet Union can beat... The Soviet Union, like, literally won in bled. Yeah. And, like, we helped by opening up a second front and a third front in Italy. Well, th- second front in Italy, third front in France. But by then, they were already pushing them back into Poland. They were well on their way to... Berlin we just sped things up. And we did provide a lot of tanks and supplies to the Soviet Union, but uh I think that I think that the Soviet Union could have won. Do you th- I mean all-time whoops by Japan though, attacking Pearl Harbor? Oh, even bigger yeah. whoops by Japan and screwing over Germany is literally not opening up a second front against the Soviets. Yeah, that's right also there. true. <laughs> They were so close. Like the Japan, really shitty allies to Germany. They brought the United States into the war and did not attack the main enemy of Germany.
0: They were punished for that. They, they got. They took their lumps.
1: They did take their lumps. (laughs)
0: Like that, yeah. Germany, like as bad as obviously, like Germany lost the war. Like much rather be then than like Japan and have two cities actually just wiped off of map
1: they're still there people still live there there,
0: there, are, there are some long term like, effects of that a lot of radiation it's not it's actually
1: cancer. not like Chernobyl where there's just like a dead zone no
0: it's not you can live there but like yeah. anyone that was living there and a lot of their descendants are still pretty fucked up
1: yeah I think that Hiroshima still has like 70,000 people living there Nagasaki they, they basically missed with the bomb but it was it's just like I mean, yeah, like it was such a display of power and destruction, um, more so than anything. I think that caused Japan to surrender. There, uh, like, uh, I'd people.
2: kill, I'd kill myself if if somebody dropped an atomic bomb near my city. I'd kill myself. I'd be like, you know what? Yeah, they won. Like, well, like nothing like, now.
0: Yeah, At like, pretend, the time they wouldn't know though. They, yeah, no, they don't true. know what it was. You know, like you just think like, oh, like thank God that bomb missed me, and then like a day later you have like terrible radiation burns and cancer. Yeah, like that's which is kind of crazy. And again, that this just gets back to like, I can't imagine what it would have been like to hear about like, yeah, we dropped a bomb that just like erased a city.
1: Well, like, like, there oh is shit. a there is a um, well, we actually did more destruction um when we firebombed Tokyo than we did with um our nukes. Um, we, you know how like the firebombing at dresden we also did the same thing to tokyo and we actually absolutely just nuked the place can you Minus imagine can you imagine if we nuked like tokyo
0: no i can't imagine what the world looks like we like,
1: like burn it to the ground though so we effectively did that's true but like if we actually nuked it like yeah i mean imagine if we nuked berlin
2: that would have been wild <laughs>
1: <laughs> they deserved it which is maybe a controversial opinion, but I think they did.
0: Well, it's also okay. Germany was like once Hitler died, like smart enough to like throw their hands up and be like, no. They surrendered
1: off. a week later. They were not. Yeah. They were not
0: going to hold out for long. Japan. The reason we dropped the bombs was because we were pretty sure Japan was never going to surrender. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. We. I mean, it was the right decision. There's a lot of. Um. There's that famous anecdote about how. Um. I don't even know if this is if I used anecdote correctly, but um where um, just recently we ran out of all the Purple Hearts that we made for the invasion of Japan because it was going to be so um, just costly. So like that got us through Korea, uh, Vietnam, most of the Iraq War. Yeah, the the invasion of mainland Japan was going to be like... It was going to make D-Day look like a small thing. Well, so it was just a radicalized society. I mean, think about... um, like we we were talking about the city fighting in Stalingrad. There's a yeah. lot of Japanese cities. Um, all the, these people are fanatical at this point. Um, and I didn't mean to say these people, but I mean, but like, no, no you, I mean, uh, you're you correct. Uh, I mean, just the Japanese society was uh, insane at that point, and they back. would have all, like citizens would have been throwing knives at soldiers. I mean, it would. It would have been a mess.
0: Well, because, and we looked this up, and I have the numbers somewhere, but, uh, the, like, the civilian casualties in the Battle of Okinawa, it was, like, it was, like, five to one, like, civilians to actual Japanese soldiers. Like, it was, like, 70,000 civilians died, and, like, you know, 10,000 actual soldiers died. All the soldiers got the fuck off. where is this? On Okinawa. Oh, Yeah. And, like, so all the soldiers just left, and they just pretty much left a bunch of civilians, like, with some, like... And they
1: fought hard. Yeah, and
0: they fought. Yeah, and it actually was kind of difficult to get through them.
1: And imagine... And Okinawa is just a small island. Imagine the Japanese home islands.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah,
1: big big whoops by
2: Japan, getting the U.S. involved in World War II.
0: It was a swing and a miss for them.
1: Our boy uh, Dan Carlin is doing a long... Is in the middle of a long podcast series on world war ii era japan it's a very good podcast series i'm he only releases them like once or twice a year um because
0: yeah, they're very long and very but, well researched to his credit
1: that those ones are my favorite ones so far i liked it better than the world war one ones and the persian ones
0: what was that like? it was like something rising sun
1: um supernova in the east oh,
0: okay yeah. yeah but um <clears throat> Yeah, so if you want actual information, you can listen to him. If you want to hear us sort of briefly talk about some facts that we sort of remember, you can listen to us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Notably, none of us are historians. Haven't taken a history class in a while. Maybe we'll watch a documentary if we know.
2: Also, has there ever has been a
1: worse idea than how they split up Germany after World War II? No. Um, no I... I tough uh, there's probably been some worse ones there are
0: worse ideas but in terms of like
1: how to govern a country that you just took over like, yeah i think i think that uh placing israel where they did and how they did was maybe a worse idea
0: potentially but again like well and i guess by virtue purely of the fact that like we couldn't go back to war with russia because of the whole mutually assured destruction thing yeah it probably wasn't the worst thing ever because they just eventually like. Gain their independence back and turned into well, one solid germany i mean
1: it kind of sucks like splitting up eastern and western germany but i mean the soviets won all that land and we won all that land and we are two very fundamentally different Like, I I don't know what else they were going to do.
0: That is an incredible, like, propaganda tool that, like, capitalism was using for the longest time. Because you really can never get that type of thing where you took literally one country and turned half of it into a communist state and the other half you left capitalist, or I'm not really sure what Germany was prior to that split. But then you just saw, like, which one did better.
1: And, well, okay. There are flaws to that. And I'm I'm not gonna like uh, typical Brian defending communism, but I'm like um I'm not defending like the Soviet Union or anything. Like it was atrocious regime, and I think the world is better off that now that it's gone. Um, but they were closed off from the rest of the world. Like we were not trading with them. It's like we were literally waging economic warfare with every single communist country in the world. So if these people like these countries east germany soviet union are literally cut off from the united states britain france they can't trade with them yeah then there's gonna be some eh, like i mean it's not like like you can say yeah they can build their own economies but these are already the established largest economies in the world and they were already like britain france united states uh they were just literally embargoed so it's kind of hard to like just draw that conclusion that it was in a vacuum a what side does better the west west germany had a lot of benefits going over east germany mainly in that they were a part of the western sphere rather than the eastern sphere
0: yeah that just means the western sphere is better than the eastern sphere but like
1: the western sphere is just more developed it was already more developed going into it is what my point is and there wasn't a there wasn't trade between the west and the east to trigger development in the east so they were already kind of hamstrung by that because the soviet union was a not a very developed country compared to the united states going into world war ii yeah so there were like west germany had a head start on east germany basically is my point so i will as a good wrap up
2: once we're getting to about the end of our time here um i want to read the quote from the actual Sort of uh, signing of the that we split up Germany. It was the governments of the United States of America, the Union of the Soviet Socialist Republics, the United Kingdom, and the provisional government of the French Republic hereby assume supreme authority with respect to Germany, including all the powers possessed by the German government, the high command, and any state, municipal, or local government or authority the assumption for the purposes stated above of the said authority and powers does not affect the annexation of Germany. I love that they're like we're taking over Germany, we're running everything but it's still Germany. Don't worry.
0: (laughs) You can still call it Germany. You are allowed to do that.
1: Well, taking away like annexing land tends to make people mad.
0: Yes,
2: and uh, Well, I guess this is the good thing is that it is disputed whether this assumption of power constituted uh, debilation, or debilation, i don't know how you say the word exactly—which is the end of a war caused by the complete destruction of a hostile state.
1: I would say that they were
2: completely destroyed. Yeah, I would uh, say that. I would say the Third Reich they definitely part... was gone. The government I, was dissolved. I said
1: I would say that they are arguably as destroyed as any hostile state in history. Yeah, the Third Reich definitely was not around
0: anymore. Yeah, they're. Yeah, no, that's
1: actually. I know we're trying to wrap up, but interesting reading is actually how the, um, like the government and the bureaucracy, um, immediately after um, the war in West Germany was almost entirely constituted of former Nazis because they were the only people that knew how to do the bureaucratic jobs because they were the bureaucrats.
0: Yeah, prior to the actual
1: so. West Germany's like pretty much everyone like they were still Nazis, but they're like we were bad, Reformers but now we're Nazis. good. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing: almost this, this will be the
2: final note, and then we can wrap up and, okay. and get out of here. But I think almost as interesting as like the whole Third Reich and the rise to power and all that stuff that sort of caused World War II is the aftermath, and that like the Nazis that weren't like convicted of war crimes. Like, this, like, that, like they were like, became like NASA scientists or they like yeah. ran the government of like West Germany. Like they were still very valuable, intelligent people. This happened to be like mad Nazi scientists.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could talk a lot about like what you were supposed to do. Like, um, like there's a, a lot of arguments, like for like the people that were quote, just following orders. But yeah, like, I mean, that's, that's like the main
2: like ethics, like sort of like conversation. Is, I, like, I tend,
1: I tend to err towards more that, I think that I know. I feel like they got off a little bit too easy, like all those lower level people. Um, but it's just like, what are you? What else are you going to do? You know,
2: what well, I mean, we? It was literally follow these orders and commit war crimes, or you'll be executed yourself. Probably, like yeah, you it, know, it
1: was it, it, it was really? Be, it was really a rock at a hard place.
0: You'd be tossed in a, a work camp. But
1: you? like at the same time, like okay. all like the leaders of the camps were assigned there. So just like the uh, prison camp guards. So I don't know. And the the leaders of the camps got punished, but um, I don't know. I
0: mean, yeah, I think- Where they, do you
1: draw the line?
0: They drew a line between actually physically carrying out war crimes and like whatever, filing the paperwork for the war crimes, I guess, in yeah. a lot of cases.
1: I mean, there's um, there's a lot of talk about how like, the german army was like separate um like the generals were not committing atrocities but that's actually being readvised because the german army army people are finding committed just as many armed war crimes as like the ss not just as many but like just as brutal
0: yeah well on that cheery note um <laughs> Does anyone yeah. else have any additional stuff to, to uh, add? Because
2: really, I'm not sure. No, Nazis are bad still. Nazis, I, we heard we that
0: Nazis
1: are still bad. Nazis are very bad.
0: Nazis are bad pretty much start to finish. Um, okay, well, Brian, thank you for joining us. You provided some some actual insight here, which is something that we needed.
1: Um, I tried. I don't know how accurate or good it was. but still.
0: Well, we'll find out in two weeks whenever anybody listens to this. Um, so
1: fact check me at... I don't know. Okay. So team. at Norwich yeah. dot At Brian Easterling,
0: which
2: or, I think it's just at Brian. Um or, or you could go um the at gmail That's an actual that's an actual email address. I
0: forgot about that one. Um, Do you still
2: check that email? No. No. I don't, I don't think I have the password anymore, but <laughs> I'll figure it out.
1: Google will flip out if you try to log in again.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, okay, well, Yep, yeah, check back here tomorrow for our, um, our last episode of the week. But until then, peace. Yeah! All our times have come Here but now they're gone the Seasons don't fear the reaper, Nor do the wind the sun or the